All right, here we go. It is the Football and Freedom Show brought to you by the Revolution Network. I am your host, Longhorn, and if you have not found the Revolution Network and put that into your life, you are doing things wrong. Find it, subscribe to it, and enjoy all the podcasts and shows that come along with it. This show, the Football and Freedom, we've got the I Mean It with both Cephas. We have uh, the Bastards of Babylon that is coming soon. Big things coming with that. And, of course, the flagship FGH, the Football Glory Hole, where we meet all of your uh, betting needs on that show. So uh, got to subscribe. You got to find it and uh, and join the fun. Join the party. Join the revolution. Um, if you notice, I've got a little uh, thing here on my nose. I apologize. It may have been, could have been from a, a, a frizz frisbee golf incident could have been from a crazy ex it is a mystery i will not ever ever tell you uh, speaking of mystery the nfl draft is coming up and that is full of mystery these players who the fuck knows maybe they're good maybe they're not the gm certainly don't know they get paid millions of dollars and they can't figure it out so don't hold don't hold me to a higher standard than than them so but we're going to do our best at that um but because this is the football and freedom show i like to mix in a little culture with it and in the news this week we had the elon musk purchase of twitter the takeover uh the the um the coup d'etat of all the uh of all the liberals and the crying liberals at twitter um you know is he gonna change things there is it gonna be a big difference is is he gonna like open up the freedom in that in that space to let uh, both sides be heard we'll see it's kind of a mystery it's kind of like the draft you never know he's like a new teammate we've brought him into twitter he's a brand new player we'll see how it works out you know if he if he comes in there and starts pulling that liberal bullshit, elon will have to go just like the rest of them but we we will see um but let's get to the let's get to the mock draft i'm doing i'm doing one through 16 today um, I will drop 17 through 32 tomorrow uh, so you're gonna need to subscribe and find us and, and get the download so that you can get the rest of this first round I this will be my final one I know I said it was my final last time but this one actually is going to be my final one and I actually threw a little trade into this one to make it a little fun a little last minute information and rumors that are going around added those tweak some things so um, Let's get it started with the Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock. Dun, 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 dun. That's a terrible draft sound. Just ignore that. It's, it's the best I can do. A little bit of a wild card. All the steam is going to Trayvon Walker, defensive end out of Georgia. You know, two, two three weeks ago, this guy, you could have got him at plus 2,000 to be the first overall pick. And now he is actually the favorite to go number one overall, um, you know, what a move. 6'5", 275 pounds, tested through the roof. All elite-level testing, elite-level measurements. He has all the home run uh, capability you want. Uh, unfortunately, you don't really see it in the film. It's one of those things where you feel like he should be a 10-12 sack guy, and unfortunately, you did not see that at Georgia. But again, you're the, t you're the, uh, the Jaguars. I mean, I don't know. It's not what I would do, but swing for the fences. Why not? They suck anyways. Um, all right, number two, Hutchison falls right into Detroit's lap. He is the Michigan boy, the Detroit boy. I mean, this couldn't have worked out any better for them. 
kind of a gift no-brainer they're going to run to the podium to turn in that card for aiden hutchinson um you know six 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 and a half 265 pounds all the all the measurables you want besides his little t-rex arms he's got a little bit of the that kind of looks like a that looks a little uh, like something not t-rex that we won't mention but short arms for a six seven dude is all i'm saying but the dude can get up to the quarterback and he will be just fine in the nfl number three this one's a little different from my last draft also rumors are houston is hot and heavy for sauce gardner ahmad gardner out of uh, why is the school escaping me? Cincinnati. That's why it's escaping me because it's fucking Cincinnati. Uh, this dude measured at six three and a half, 188 pounds, ran like a four three forty. He answered every question. He is the perfect prospect in this draft. If I had the number one overall pick, it, I would be. I might take Sauce Gardner. He has zero flaws in his game on the field. He has zero flaws in his measurables and his combine um, um, training stuff. Off the field, he was the team captain. He, he, let's try English. Team captain, and he also doesn't like to drink, doesn't like to smoke, doesn't like to party. I mean. Sounds like a number one overall pick to me. He's going to fall in the lap to Houston on my mock draft here at three. At number four. Okay, another little hot rumor thing here we got going on is the Jets apparently love Jermaine Johnson, defensive end out of Florida State. He is measuring in at 6'5", 262 pounds. He kind of has that prototyp prototypical defensive end look that you that you want uh, from that position. Look, man, it's the Jets. They do they do crazy shit, man. They, they, they're going to take what they want. Uh, they're not a good team, so they need help everywhere. Um, <clears throat> they've been rumored to, to take Kayvon Thibodeau the whole, you know, kind of the whole draft season. It's kind of been one of their guys. But late steam, late rumors are usually the, the, the ones you can take to the bank. So I'm going to roll with that and put Jermaine Johnson at number four to the Jets in mind. At number five, the New York Giants select Evan Neal, offensive tackle out of Alabama, the giant, giant tackle. He measures in at 6'7", 350 pounds. I don't have to tell you that, you know, 6'7", 350-pound dudes, you're taking a gamble there with a the guy that damn, that damn big. But, you know, the Giants need help on the offensive line. They need help everywhere. So not a bad um, guy to take there at number five, who was previously – projected to go number one or number two for the last couple of months moving on to number six the carolina panthers i struggled here to be honest with you because there's a lot of rumors that they are in love with with pickett the quarterback out of Pitt. i don't know why he's has tiny carny hands he's not going to be good in the nfl he's a guaranteed first round bust if he goes in the first round if they take him here i will probably laugh for 10 straight minutes uh, and then once I stop laughing, I will um, uh, be forced to write down his name in that, in that spot that they took him. But uh, I didn't do that. I couldn't force myself to do it. I gave them Ikeem Ikwanu, the offensive tackle out of NC State. This is my number one offensive line prospect in this draft. When you watch him, um, you, I, I see Rashawn Slater. I see um, uh, who's the kid that uh, went to Tampa Bay, Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs, Rashawn Slater, Iquanu. I see the same top guy, 6'4 and a half, 315, 320 pounds, mauler, perfect right tackle. Maybe can, maybe can bounce to left tackle eventually. 
type prospect. So that's who I have going to Carolina. At number seven, the New York Giants are back on the clock. I gave them Evan Neal at five. And at seven, another rumor thing. They love Stingley. Derek Stingley, cornerback out of LSU. If this guy could have came out his freshman year, he would have been 100% the number one cornerback taken. Uh, had a had a rough sophomore year with injury, I believe, and last year, um, you know, just was wasn't as great on the field as as he was as a freshman. But he's still an elite level talent. He is a blue chip player for sure. No matter um, no matter if he's going as the first corner or not, he's still an elite level cornerback. He measures in at. 6'195 pounds, and he just looks the part. <laughs> when he when, when that dude gets off the bus, he, he looks like a Jalen Ramsey-type athlete. So Derek Stingley to the Giants at number seven, which takes us to uh, – oh, this is a trade. Little, um, what's, what's a good trade, trade sound? Just uh, – it's going to be a bad trade. It's not going to work out for anybody, so let's just give it the old buzzer. Um, I have the New Orleans Saints – who have picked 16 and 19 in the first round of this draft. I have them moving up to number eight with Atlanta and taking Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty, the Liberty Biberty quarterback. Uh, I don't like it. I think he's going to be probably a bust. But if you're talking traits and you need a quarterback, uh, this feels like a, a good spot for the Saints to move up and package up those two late first round picks and just go get their quarterback and, and reset that clock another five years on a rookie quarterback deal and just start loading up from there because they need a lot of help. Um, so at number eight, the, the New Orleans Saints take Malik Willis. Number nine, this is where the slide stops for, K, stops for Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end out of Oregon. He measures in at 6'5", 255 pounds. He looks the part. Unfortunately, there's questions about his love for football. Um, when I hear that, that's you're immediately red flagged to me. I, I need, I need guys, especially when I'm picking up here in the top 10, I need guys that love football. I, you know, these, these guys up here at the top are going to get paid millions and millions of dollars. I need to know that you love the game, whether you're winning, losing, whether it's the off season, uh, the preseason fourth quarter, when you're tired, I need to know that you're all in. Um, I'm not convinced that he is, but at number nine, that's good value for a Seattle team that needs that needs help everywhere. Um, number ten, the Jets back on the clock. They who did I give them? I gave them Jermaine Johnson, Florida State defensive end, and at number ten, I'm giving them Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. He's a big old boy. What's he measuring in at? Six five, two hundred and ten pounds. My cop comp on him I gave out last time was like a Keyshawn Johnson type uh, of receiver, kind of a body receiver possession type guy but can you know has has obviously more skill than that not just a possession guy um pretty good haul for the jets there they kind of got what they wanted a, a pass rusher and a, and a quarterback so this landed really well for the jets in this mock draft uh, number 11 the washington redskins commanders football team whatever the fuck you want to call them they have the 11th pick and i gave them jamison williams who might be when it's all said and done and he gets healthy the best receiver in this draft. He is out of Alabama. Of course, he got hurt. And what is he measuring in at? He is measuring at 6'2", 190 pounds. He can do it. He can do a lot. So home run hit there for Washington, a team that needs weapons. I think they'll run up to the podium to take that. 
Number 12, the Minnesota Vikings. This is another player that slid a little bit compared on to what people were projecting earlier in the draft season. I have them taking um, Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, and he measures in at an amazing 6'4", 220 pounds. Now, he did run slow at the combine, um, but you don't see it on the tape. When you watch the tape, you don't see what he ran, which was I think was like a 4.57. Some people even say he ran like a 4.6. Doesn't matter. When you watch the tape, he looks like he runs a 4-4. He's 6'4", 220 pounds. His wingspan is through the is just out of the out of the you know out of the picture, just like this. So eh, don't don't read too much into the 40 time for a for a roam the field safety who can do it all and has incredible instincts. And those instincts, man, if you can read it and, and react, that's that's almost better than than a guy that can run four three but doesn't see it. If he's not seeing it and runs a 4-3, he's going to be late anyway. So uh, I think I think this is a tremendous value for the Vikings at 12, which takes us to the Texans at number 13, and they are taking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, out of Ohio State. And I gave them Sauce Gardner at number three. So pretty good haul for a team that needs everything. I mean, this would be this would be a BPA selection, best player available. Again, don't overthink it. You need everybody to take take the best player on the board. Number 14, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa to the Baltimore Ravens. Same as I did last mock draft. I I just this is a perfect fit to me. It's a need. He's nasty. He's he's just one of those mauling type offensive tackle, offensive lineman that they love. And he's a giant man too. Look what he measures in at. Six seven, three hundred thirty pounds. So I mean, he's not as he's not as big as Evan Neal, obviously, but that's probably a good thing because when you start pushing that three fifty plus, you get into danger territory there a little bit. At number fifteen, the Philadelphia Eagles, first of their two picks in the first round. I gave them Devin Lloyd, one of my favorite players to watch on film in this draft class. Um, you get a little bit of that Mike Micah Parsons feel. When you watch Devin Lloyd, Michael Parsons from um, from Penn State last year, who the Cowboys took, he is not Micah Parsons. I will again reiterate that he is not Micah Parsons, but he can do a lot of the same things. You see him going around the edge and beating up, be, beating an offensive tackle with defensive end hand moves and dip. It's it's impressive what he can do because he is a middle linebacker measuring in at 6'3", 232 pounds. Um, he, he shows drop ability, like I said, pass rush on the edge ability, and he can obviously fill the hole at, uh, with his size. So love the prospect, love the kid. I think it's a home run pick for the Philadelphia Eagles there at 15. And 16 and last pick on this mock draft is going to be Chris Olave, wide receiver out of um, out of Ohio State. And sorry, this is going to the Atlanta Falcons because this was the Saints pick. So the Atlanta Falcons get Chris Olave um, instead of the Saints. Um, and that actually fell really well for them because the, the Falcons need wide receiver. They could have taken wide receiver up there at number eight. You trade back, you get two first-round picks from the Saints, and the first one they use on Chris Olave out of Ohio State. And we will see tomorrow who they take with the 19th pick, who they also got from the Saints. Um, so tune in tomorrow. Um, check it out. if you, uh, Find the revolution network anywhere you look up your podcast subscribe 
follow on all the social medias and you will get the you will get the entire feed of all the shows from there and um that's that's one through 16 feel free to email in text in on the uh, on the socials when i post it and tell me all the stupid ass pics that i made tell me where i was wrong tell me where i was right and um you know just tell me anything i don't care I'll, all feedback is good feedback to me so i'll see y'all tomorrow <laughs>